0: Hello and welcome back to Legal & General's podcast, Institutional Insights on Investing in a Year of Pandemic, Risks and Opportunities. I'm your host, Paige Wilson, New Business Manager, and today I'm joined by Johnny Chow, Chief Investment Officer and Summit Meta, Head of Investment Solutions here at LNG. And they'll be talking to us about how we invest to deliver long-term value to pension schemes and the security to our members. Johnny Summit, Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Great to be here.
0: Very enthusiastic. I like it. So to start with, um, it'd be great if you could give us just a quick introduction into what the investment team does, and maybe a bit about what your roles consist of each, if that's OK.
1: Sure, maybe I will start. Um, I'm the Chief Investment Officer for uh, LNG Retirement uh, Institutions. Um, What we do is uh, investing the the PRT business uh, premium into a portfolio of assets in order to back our liabilities to provide a uh, secure uh, income for our policyholders and our clients.
2: Thanks, Johnny. Um, my uh, my title is Head of Investment Solutions, which means taking a very active role on uh, the bulk energy transactions, ensuring that all aspects of investment strategy are are taken care of, and really, I view my role as, in some sense. Um, bringing it all together in terms of in terms of our vision of inclusive capitalism in the way we origin assets but applying all of that to the to the bulk energy business and ensuring that we do it in a way that we remain competitive in this um, exciting market
0: a vital part of ldr indeed, and i'm sure having the right investment strategy is key how does the team approach investing into new assets is there a strategy or philosophy that you guys Follow when analysing new assets or looking to invest in those.
2: Yeah, there is a strong underlying philosophy underpinning everything we do uh, in the in the arena of investments. And uh, Johnny and I, we like to talk about as the three S's quiz for you, Johnny. First S, the first S
1: is uh, social impact. I think. Uh, one of the key themes that we have is uh, to make sure that whatever we have been doing, um, especially especially on the SSI, we will be able to make a constructive social impact to the to the society. And to start with, uh, one of the key things actually, like uh, over the last few years, we have built up a strong portfolio of a uh, direct investment and real asset. So few key areas that uh, for the last few years and then also for the coming few years is like uh, one is clean energy, second is uh, on the com- both commercial and residential real estate, third is the infrastructure and four is the SME financing. We are not just like uh, looking at by ourselves because the strength of the whole legal in general is actually we have uh, different divisions all working together collaboratively
0: Top marks for Johnny there. Remembering the first S summit. Over to you to cover the other two S's.
2: Increasingly, we feel that our role is not just to uh, to provide the cheapest price possible, but it is to provide an all-round solution, uh, a package that works for our schemes. That could mean seamless asset transitions in cases where schemes have assets which are not as straightforward to transform, or it could mean guaranteeing pricing during difficult market conditions, uh, such as what we found uh, earlier in the year. Uh, the final one is sophistication we've seen in the last few years unprecedented times in 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 the markets both in terms of market volatility in terms of um, big changes in in asset yields but also regulatory changes on our in our business and in order to kind of maintain our pricing competitiveness and and to maintain our strong discipline in risk management we've been quite proactive users of technology to to ensure that we uh, remain at the cutting edge of asset allocation and asset origination.
0: So looking back at our market um, and what it's been faced with, it's obviously been faced with a number of fundamental changes within the financial market itself and within the regulatory arena we operate uh, within, such as the introduction of Solvency 2. Could you describe some of the recent market factors and how they shape our investment strategy or the changes that we've had to adapt um, to the investment strategy itself?
2: Yeah, I mean, setting investment strategy for backing annuities, it's always been very fairly complex endeavour. There's so many different considerations that you have to, to look at. But there are three key secular themes uh, that have almost rewritten the investment rulebook in the last few years. Uh, one of them, you, you mentioned Solvency in absolutely. Solvency in links risk and capital much more closely than before, and that means that that has um, caused a more forensic kind of look at the impact of you know, capital on our investment strategy. Combined with that, we've seen uh, the profound growth in the bulk annuity market, you know, with the rise in market volumes, looking to create our own, our own assets are a, a really an important response to this uh, supply-demand imbalance that we find in asset markets. Finally, linked linked to that second point, we've seen a, a spectacular collapse of interest rates and yields across the globe. And this kind of low yield environment that presents many challenges. Most importantly, it is even more important for us to maintain our discipline in sourcing assets at the same time remaining competitive. And so it's these three kind of secular themes that have really driven our approach to investing in for years.
0: Thanks, Summit. A lot to balance and contend with as financial markets never stay static for too long, and the regulatory environment that we operate in continues to evolve. So. Going more on to this year, it would be great if you could just describe or talk through some of the impacts that COVID has had on the investment market, and what does that mean for investors like ourselves?
1: I think uh, this is really a year no one can forecast at the beginning of the year, and it comes quite abruptly as well. And I think uh, some of the key things we have seen a market volatility, we have seen a restabilize of the asset valuation uh, in the market. So, for us um, as a, as a long term investor, it's actually how we continue capturing the, the need of the, for, for a social impact perspective. We see opportunities, but we will be very careful about looking at each individual uh, opportunities in order to actually make sure that we invest in the in the right asset at the moment, which will contribute to the ultimate long-term growth for the for the country. Uh, the good thing is actually uh, on, our, on our PRT business, a pipeline is as, as strong as ever. So how can we actually make sure that we could be able to manage investment risk in terms of transitioning? The good thing is actually we have a very balanced asset classes we can move around. So meaning during that time when the real assets come to a little bit of a a slow motion at the time back in like maybe March and uh, two to May, but at that time, we have seen the market have reacted quite uh, differently on the on the on the public side of the market, which basically we have uh, we have a strong portfolio uh, manager in the Algem, able to help us to manage and help us to source the source the asset as well. So we're able to capture the opportunity throughout the throughout that particular window and then bring in a lot of uh, exciting, very exciting uh, uh, new issuances in the public market in order to help us to achieve the the result that we have in the first half of the year on the PRT market. And then the other thing, basically, we are talking about um, how can we make our our portfolio more environmental friendly. And then we have a strong uh, a set of a group from the different people uh, from LGC, LGM and LGR and both trying to looking into like uh, investing more in terms of like the clean energy, renewable energy perspective and, uh, and then open up the pipeline and then like uh, hopefully be the first uh, few people going into that, this particular sector to capture the opportunity, the right opportunity for our clients.
0: So it's great to hear you're putting inclusive capitalism into practice um, and that can encourage economic recovery. And what you've just said highlights how businesses like ourselves can invest back into society. I know you worked on a report earlier this year called The Power of Pensions, which explores this in more detail and predicts that The PRT market um, can actually plug approximately a fifth of UK's infrastructure gap over the next 10 years. So for any of our listeners who are interested in reading this report, you can find the link within the podcast summary. So with the market volatility we saw earlier in the year, what risks did we face as a long term investor and how did we go about managing or minimalising these risks at LNG within um, the PRT business itself?
2: I think first, it's important to kind of highlight that um, we are buy and hold investors, which means that we hold most of our assets to maturity. And assets really are a source of long-term cash flows to back policyholder payments. So our risk management is really focused around minimizing defaults and downgrades, and less so about price movements in assets. Uh, And this is a key advantage we feel we have over more short-term capital investors. And to put our performance on that note in context, we have had only 25 million of defaults on in our portfolio since 2007 across the group. And given the size of the portfolio uh, touching 80 billion, I mean, that's um, to me is, is quite an exceptional achievement. How we've got there, one for Johnny. What it means is actually we have uh, multiple different stream
1: of uh, asset classes that we are deploying our capital into. And therefore uh, we will be able to move around and then make sure that there is a diversification through those those asset classes on the different cycle. This is one thing actually uh, I remember when I was still a trader in the JP and I was young, younger at that time, I was uh, told by my uh, manager is uh, risk management is not a defensive game. Risk management is both offensive and defensive at the same time, meaning any time when we invest is risk management. This is important for us as a long-term investor, as Sumit just mentioned. So we will actually look into how we actually want to look at the risk we want to take on is on day one, and then like we will look into the different things about through the portfolio management perspective. We will look into like a different stress scenarios, and then once we have those kind of analysis then we will actually engage, not just like an investment team ourselves, but at the same time, quickly actually speaking to like our risk colleague within the LGR and also with group, and also thinking through about the cycle of actually how the potential capital impact will look like, because as I mentioned before, uh, managing uh, and the asset on behalf of LNG is not simply just economic, but at the same time regulatory, and then also long-term perspective as well. And then, like a, we tr- we fundamentally we do all the right analysis at the very beginning, and then we make sure that we understand the underlying risk of each individual asset, such that we will work with Algium to understand if there is any time actually like a, what are the risks uh, could arise in those kind of uh, uh, potential asset and then we will already have a uh, way management action around it such that when things, uh, when the circumstances have uh, has changed, risk has risen and how will we be able to manage those assets in the most efficient and timely way
0: great to hear that our investment strategy and approach to risk management, as you just described there, Johnny, has meant that we've seen limited defaults across LNG through this uncertain time. So the market volatility we saw allowed some schemes that were well placed and ready to transact take advantage of favourable pricing in the market. Were there any opportunities as a long-term investor um, that we were able to take advantage of at all—that you can talk about.
2: Sure, Page. Uh, I think, as you as you described, um, you know, uh, the, the volatility that we saw—a lot of it is often often we find in markets an overreaction to to uh, to, to themes or to kind of disruptions. And as long-term investors, you know, well primed to take advantage of those, uh, you know, what we could call as mispricings. Uh, and in that regard, yes. Uh, you know for the schemes that were ready to transact um, we were able to kind of give them that attractive pricing by means of tapping into the markets at those instances and what and what's important there is our ability to invest and manage our risks those you know unprecedented times, and and that's something which is which is really important. It's something we've built over the years. It's our relationship with counterparties. It goes back to the sophistication that I mentioned earlier. It's it's us setting ourselves up to be able to kind of still operate as BAU in in those market environments. And I'm very proud of uh, of our um, our response during uh, those times and how we were able to harness that. Going forward, uh, there's a few different themes I'd like to bring out. You know, one is the the acceleration of the long-term themes that Johnny outlined and the power of pensions report that you mentioned. We definitely think those themes are there. And actually, given the unprecedented amount of kind of fiscal stimulus that governments have had to kind of employ to, um, to keep uh, the economy on track, I think that creates even more of an onus on the private sector and long-term capital like ourselves, to come in and and provide that long-term funding, so we 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 remain quite optimistic about uh, about those opportunities. The second element is is that Jody talked about diversification, and one element of diversification is being global as an investor. Definitely, our core philosophy is around helping the UK economy, and and that forms the basis of what we do uh, or how we set our investment strategy. But from a diversification perspective, very attuned to what's happening in the rest of the of the world, and we continue to look actively for opportunities in foreign markets and different economies have, have had a different reaction function to COVID and to the economic crisis and, and that's something we're actively monitoring. Finally, the diversification also comes through in, in terms of the, the mix between liquid and illiquid assets and, and yeah I think at different points in, in time of the year we've been able to demonstrate that. For example, the fact that when spreads, credit spreads did widen uh, significantly early in the year we were we were kind of able to use less direct investments to to back up energy liabilities, thus keeping that kind of direct investments dry powder for future months and years.
0: Thanks, Summit. So in summary, one of the key advantages we had then was our ability to access more assets by being a global investor. And Summit, you mentioned that we were also able to source more DI for future opportunities during this period, which must be an added bonus. Now, before we end today, do either of you have any final remarks you would like to leave our audience with?
1: I probably what I would say is actually is about the discipline and then still actually keep an open mind. Open mind in two things right, one is innovation as as we have just discussed about we have this is a low-yield environment and uh, how do we actually can be generating asset or manufacturing asset rather than actually focusing on the traditional origination platform. The other thing is that actually we need to be able to respond very quickly um, such that we will be able to take the right uh, market uh, opportunity in order to uh, help our our clients to de-risk at the most appropriate level.
2: Thanks, Johnny. I would just say, it's been a great journey and a great privilege to kind of help build out uh, and manage uh, you know help manage the investments function um, through the last few years and through this, this great growth that we've seen in, in the bulk annuity market as we look ahead I, I remain quite confident that we are very well positioned uh, for the future both in helping more schemes fulfill their de-risking objectives but also in in sustainably meeting our obligations to liability holders in their uh, retirement so yeah very excited about the future.
0: An exciting future indeed for the world of pension de-risking. Thank you, Summit Johnny, for your time today and giving our audience an insight into the investment solutions team. The episode will be available on iTunes and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening and goodbye.